Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. We got a, we got a real special guest tonight. Uh, my sister show, Drinking Bros, that you may or may not listen to. 
had a special guest live from New York. Last minute guest, uh, one of my favorites. I, I, I would say my favorite podcast, uh, one of my favorite actors. His name is Michael Rappaport. Uh, you might know his show, I Am Rappaport Podcast, and he also has a fantasy football show. We, uh, we were going back and forth online. Uh, he's got a new book out called This Book Has Balls, which is fucking funny as shit. He sent me an advanced copy, and uh, we, were, we were laughing and joking about it online in a, in a spat with Bill Simmons, the sports columnist, because uh, Bill Simmons wouldn't have Michael Rappaport on the show. I said, hey, you know what? We'll have you on Drinking Bros. We'll have you on Ross Patterson Revolution. It'll be fucking on. The episode went so well. Uh, we're going we're gonna to run it on both feeds and both shows because um, it was one of my favorites. Uh, also, I, I'm, I'm well aware of his, his political beliefs, and I want to put that, that out there. I've gotten, I posted a picture of, of rap uh, on, online. I lost some followers. I lost like 3,000 3, Twitter followers and a, and a few Instagram followers, uh, maybe 1,000 or so. Some Facebook followers. And they were like, man... He's fucking liberal and too political and all this other shit. I don't. I don't care about that. Um, I never have. Like, I, I, we've said this on Ross Patterson Revolution many a times. I've said it on Drinking Bros podcast many a times. We we don't care who you voted for. Um, just be a fucking cool dude. And uh, truthfully, man, there was none cooler than Michael Rappaport. Uh, got to New York City. We were gonna do it originally in uh, in, in my hotel suites, and uh, he said, "You know what? Fuck that. Why don't you come over to my house? We'll have some beers." And couldn't have been a nicer fucking greater guy. We got along, like, fucking amazingly. And uh, we, we had a great show. No politics. And I, I can say two things. I can say that this this book, Has Balls, is the funniest book I've read of, of 2017. I would highly recommend getting it, um, especially for the holidays or whatever. Really fucking funny if, you, if you're into sports uh, like myself. Um, it, it's it, literally, I, I, I laughed genuinely out loud throughout most of the book and, uh, I'm a big fan Two, go to Michael Rappaport's, um, Instagram, either at I am Rappaport podcast or just Michael Rappaport. Uh, he's got the same handle for Instagram and Twitter and, uh, tell him how much you, you dug the show and for being on Ross Patterson revolution and um, and and give him a shout out. Tell him tell him tell him him and at st james st james, which is my Instagram, uh, are fire together because uh, it, it was a great combo. And I can see us definitely doing um, some form of a show later on down the road uh, together because uh, two the two of us together were were goddamn dynamite. Um, so check out this episode first. I'm going to get into the sponsors. As you know, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Um, they are, they are, look, they're the, they're the premier energy drink in the biz. Uh, they got four original flavors. They got original lemon, uh, make America grape again. And they've got, uh, orange, which is fantastic. Uh, sits on your bar top or, or your kitchen top. And, uh, they've got a 750 milliliter bottle that, that, uh, that'll go right up there and you can boom, boom, pop, pop a couple squirts in and go, or just try a 10 pack. They also have a subscription of the month club. Um, they ship everywhere in the entire world. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Again, it's a liquid. It, it goes in every other fucking liquid you have. So it's not like a powder. You don't have to stir it with your finger. And it, and it literally goes in anything. Uh, go to strikeforceenergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Big fan. Um, next up, we get straightrazors.com. Whoo. 
you want to talk about the finest razors in the biz, um, get yourself a kit. Or, or get your brother or your father or your uncle uh, a kit for Christmas. Um and uh, and tell them Ross sent you because it, it's it's fucking amazing. They've got the number one ranked aftershave in the world, the number one ranked cologne in the world, um, and their beard products. They've got uh, they're they're the finest that they make. They've got some beard conditioner, some beard shampoo, uh, everything you need to be a real fucking man. You can get it at straightrazors.com. and it it literally go get Rappaport's book. Go get a fucking shaving kit. For your loved one, for, for the holidays, you're good to go across the board. Go to straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Their products are so high quality. It's like I, I wouldn't give 20% off. I feel like we're fucking stealing. Um, but they're, they're incredible. So go to straightrazors.com. Again, promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off. Support the show. Um, last but not least, we've got ledbyiron.com. Some of the finest functioning fitness apparel there is in the biz and uh they make great shirts for dudes and for ladies shit's not baggy it fucking fits great you can roll out to the gym they got some water bottles they got some fucking hats uh and they're all 100 percent first responder owned so go to ledbyiron.com that's l-e-d-b-y-i-r-o-n.com type in the promo code revolution for 20 percent off get yourself some fucking workout gear um big fan of their tees uh, without further ado, here is my interview with uh, Michael Rappaport live from his his house in uh, New York City. It's a fucking blast. Enjoy, everyone. Um, tonight we got a we got a real special guest. He's a man of his word. We got on our Instagram and said, "Hey." Michael Rappaport, come on the show. We saw that, that that Bill Simmons wouldn't have you on his fucking show. We said, dude, the drinking bros will have you. A week later, you're here. I'm here. I'm here. You're here. You're, we're, can we say we're in New York? We're in New York. We're actually in, in my apartment. Uh, you, you guys came over here um, and and came to New York, and, and I appreciate it because, you know, you know, I wrote a book, and, and, and writing a book, it's the first time, like, I've ever, like, I'm... I, you know, like some people are like shy about like, you know, pumping their shit. Right. And when I'm doing a TV show or a movie, I'm definitely not shy about pumping my shit. But when you put the amount of fucking hours and actual physical hours and thinking and worrying and stressing and concerning and second guessing that you do when you write a book. Yeah. I was like, I'm pumping my shit. And the Bill Simmons thing was this. He didn't, he, just to clarify, I mean, I've already clarified it a little bit, but I, I've done his podcast a bunch of times and he's sure. like one of the, the OGs of the whole podcast. Yeah, thing. absolutely. And, and I've done his podcast. I did his HBO show and, you know, we're cool. And, but whenever he's asked me to do his podcast and, you know, I benefit from doing his podcast because people hear it. Um, but whenever he's asked me to done his, to do his podcast or do his HBO show, I'm like a where and when type of motherfucker. Sure, same like, here. If I fuck with you, I'm like a where and when type of motherfucker. And and if I same, don't, and I showed up to New York, I was like, fuck came it. up here. I'll get on a plane. Let's go. Yeah. So so when I reached out to him and he didn't hit me back, and then I reached out to him again and he didn't hit me back, then I reached out to him more time. Like I could have kept pushing him. I'm like, yo, I I'm not begging you to be on your shit. First of all, I don't need to be on it. Second of all, like it's just disrespectful, like that I have to ask you three times. Yeah. I'm not begging anybody, and I was just like, fuck it. I was, like, I, like I said, I was pissed, but you know, the essence of most of the time when you're pissed is your feelings are hurt. I was like offended. So like I blasted him, and I was like, 
whatever it's going to be, it's going to be. It wasn't like any fighting shit. I was just told like an uh, elongated, furious story on my podcast. And, you know, and, and I, you know, obviously we all share fans in the podcast world. Sure. Like, you know, people listen to, you know, this one and that one, whatever. It got back to him. And then he started hitting me. And I was like, fuck this shit, man. Like, I'm not. And then when you hit me, I was like, fuck you. I'll, I'll fuck with you guys. And, you know, and I started checking you guys out. And here we are in New York. Yo, I, I appreciate <laughs> it. Because, like, look, I'm the same way with Bill Simmons where I, when I made that video, I, I was sincere. Right. I, I genuinely, like, I hate fucking Bill Simmons. I have do. you always hated him? I always have. Because I saw him on NBA, you know, he's doing the NBA shit. Right, right, right. On, on TV. And I was right. like, that's not an on-air personality. Right. No, he's not good on air. Boring as shit. Yeah, I mean, he's he's an iconic writer. and his Great whole, writer. And yeah. his whole sports media pop culture shit it was a, a game changer. Absolutely. And like I said, it's not about like his whatever, his, his his shit. It was like a personal thing. Like it was, I was like, fuck this shit. Like he he knows more than anybody. You put a fucking book out. It's like fucking work. Oh yeah. The amount of work it is to make the fucking book, especially for somebody like me. I'm not like a fucking, I'm not like Ernest Hemingway. It's not like I'm a natural right, right. writer. Like it, that shit was tough. So Whatever. So, so that was the Bill Simmons shit, and, and here we are. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I, there's a lot of people to me on ESPN. <laughs> where I was surprised they had they, they had jobs when it's Bill true. got let go. I heard there was a fucking party in that, a dead serious. I heard there was a party in the offices. Everybody was cheersing that motherfucker on his way out. So, well, I'm not surprised. But like I said, I'm, I'm not gonna diss him any more than I did. Absolutely, I fuck with him, and and you know we're cool. And I'm sure maybe maybe not. You know we'll be cool again. If not cool if we cool like it's not like i've had way bigger more complicated like line in the sand like suck my dick i'm never fucking with you like fuck you type of things and this wasn't one of them but this definitely was like offensive to me like on a on a personal level especially for a book and like his basketball book like i respect it so much like i was it, it just for like specifically for this i was like fuck you fuck that. Kiss my fucking ass. Yeah. And whatever. So anyway, so enough about that motherfucker. Exactly. Look, great writer. And it shouldn't, shouldn't be on a fucking no, personality. No, 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 no. Yo, you, you definitely, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. And like with your book in particular, again, we'll go back to the writing process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long did it take you? It took a year. It, it took, took a year. It's because it's hard. And Shit's then you get hard. notes. You get notes from your editor. You get notes, notes from, from the editor, publisher. And I, I had a guy like working with me, like my friend, like helping me. This dude, Mike Young, who's a funny dude. He's on Twitter and all that shit. And, and, you know, we worked together and I'd throw him shit and, you know, we'd go back and forth and, and, but it took a year. That shit was, it was, it was fucking hard. Cause you, people don't understand that, man. I mean, if, if some people, it might not be hard to write a book. You right. know, that's just like, I, I'm good at talking. Like I could talk, talk to, and I thought in the beginning, like I was like, I started getting, um, uh, my, uh, I, I would, I would write, I would talk what I wanted. I would dictate it and then get the notes. But then. It, you, you could do that to a sense, but a writing voice and a talking voice are not the same. Like yes. me just talking into a mic, and t it, it, it didn't work. So I had to literally like, I've never written a fucking short story. I've never written shit. <laughs> so like I had to like, you know, sort of go back to like, you know, like, like I was like, felt like I was in school, like sort of just relearn that shit. Not that I, even when I was in school, I was, it was like, I was reluctant writer. Yeah. So it was just, it was a complicated thing, but you know, we got it done and the book is good and I feel good about it. And the book is great. I'm going to go ahead and say it's, it's the funniest book I've read of 2017 by far. Thank you. Um, because it, it, it is in your voice. Yeah. They don't leave the fucks out or whatever. No, Usually no, no. a publisher will come back with you at notes of like, Hey, you're, you're, you're using too many fucks. No, in this. we put a fuck index into it and that was their idea. They, they wanted a fuck index. And, and, you know, like the thing about fuck 
and because I've been doing so much of this this um this press for the book and and and, and you know like some places like I've had people literally like I've been. I've done press for twenty something years, but because of the stuff that I've done on Instagram, yeah, like I've had, I had like at the Wendy Williams show, yeah, yeah, yeah. They said, you know, the lawyer wants to come speak to you because you can't say fuck, and I was like, I know it's a fucking Wendy Williams show, and they were like, well, they just want to have you know talk with you. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, yo, I know what the fuck show I'm doing. I know when I after control, all these years, yeah. I know how to control myself, yeah. and they were like, all right, well, we just want to make sure. I was like, I'm gonna fucking curse on the show now that you're saying that because. You know, I'm like, I'm not a fucking animal. But the thing about <laughs> cursing in this day and age, because I was thinking about this, because obviously, you know, I like to curse and... So do I. <laughs> Look, you're, you're talking to an audience who, Jesus Christ, every other every other word is fuck. So, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, was think, I was thinking about like why people get offended. Let's just say about words that you're... Not even if I'm cursing at somebody. Forget that. Like, I could see if that's offensive. But if I'm sitting here going, oh, fuck, I just spilled my drink. You know, like... I was like, why in this day and age? Why is that offensive? Like, or if I go, oh shit, I just, I just hit my elbow. Like, I don't understand like why that's offensive. I, it's not offensive to me at all. And like, why are we? Unless there's like clearly small young kids watching. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like who? It's like it's fuck. a made up word. So like who? Who? Somebody made that word up. Fuck. And then they told us it was bad. Like what? What? What the fuck is that? We got to do it. I've I've thought about this before, like doing like a short film on the word fuck. Right. Like where it came from, what its origins are. It's been done. I'm going to tell you it's been done. Has it? Yeah. It's a documentary. About the word fuck? About the word fuck. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I I saw it, uh, fuck, a bunch of years ago at uh, Sunset (laughs) 5. Uh, a full documentary full documentary on the word fuck and its origin oh if you if you look hard enough there's a there's a doc on everything at this point where there's a there's a documentary on On everything on everything every fucking thing there's documentaries on on everything yeah where we're we're in like I i think for a period we were in the golden era of documentaries now it's just like if you if it like netflix there's documentaries on fonts did you see the one on fonts? yeah i saw it I, and I got like that to, was pretty good. I know. Yeah, that I was got pretty caught good. up in a documentary on fonts. That was pretty good. And a buddy of mine had me at a screening. He was like, "Yo, what do you think of my documentary?" And I was like, "Ah, it's not that good." And he goes, "What could be better about it?" And I was like, "I'll put it to you this way. I just saw a fucking documentary on fonts, right? And it tore my yeah, dick yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And and if you can't make this about an interesting subject, I agree. I agree. People think you could just tell the story. It, 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 it's not easy to make a documentary. And it's not. And you not, know, just because you 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 think you're interesting doesn't mean the public does yeah and they're like you know like but that's the day and age we live in you know like uh you know with with the with the, with the phones and like the instagram and all that shit and you know there's you know like the rapper cardi b whatever you could think what you want about it but like her story going from literally someone who could give shit yeah about making music to yep. getting on a reality show to becoming right now the biggest female She's number one it's that's some Instagram social media crazy shit. Yeah. That's some only in America shit. Like when you think about that, that's that's fu- I mean even Justin Bieber, this fucking guy was found on YouTube. I know. And, and it's, like it's wild when you, you think you put about it this it. way. So I, I FaceTime with our our kid today. My kid's three years old. He's at a playground. I see other kids in the background who are eight years old singing literally singing in unison. I make red bottoms. This is money. And I'm like, holy shit. These eight-year-olds are singing Cardi B. And I was like, why the fuck are they singing an ex-stripper song? And then I'm like, wait a minute. Because it's number one in America. They'll bleep it out on the radio. So you'll hear it on fucking Seacrest. And then you're like, all right, great. What are you supposed to tell an eight-year-old? It's, it's, 
It's a crazy story. Crazy. It's a cra- her story is fucking crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> like she's she's beloved. Like people Blow. fuck with Cardi B hard. Did you see those hip hop awards the other night? Oh, she's the biggest one, dude. People were like, oh my, oh my. I mean, because losing their story. Because they yeah. know, like, she's like literally. When you say like I'm from the bottom, like you, she's literally. She's from the bottom, and she fucking made it. So it's. It's, but it's all part of the Instagram, social media, like even like YouTubers and, you know, most of it is, 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 you know, it gets tired after a certain point, but just the fact that like the, the channels of being discovered are, you, you, there's like the thing that's going back to is like, there's no excuse why you shouldn't make a movie or you shouldn't, yes you know, like yep. make a doc or obviously put out a song or whatever, because like, you know, like, uh, I, I, kids will ask me about acting. Like, you know, what's the best way to make a, uh, you know, get a break? And I'm like, you create you, your own. Create your make own a fucking, fucking page yeah. doing monologues. Yeah. Like, do great monologues. You'll get, someone will find shoot it. Shoot it. Somebody will find you. You don't even need to get, shoot it. You're, just put your phone there and That's start it. doing your monologue. It's 4K and you can upload that shit and you're good to go. That would be, I guarantee you, some actor. Like, it'll be like, like, like not a comedy actor. Right. You, they've already discovered comedy actors. Like some actor, like a Shakespearean actor, is like fucking dramatic actor will get discovered from doing, doing monologue. A monologue. Yeah, yeah. Well, like that. Yeah. That should be a page instead of it's always like stunts and jumping off buildings and all this crazy shit and you know mugging people. Whatever the fuck they do, someone should like be like, oh, you want to be an actor? I'm like, Yo, make some fucking videos. You'll be good. Oh yeah, yeah. You'll, That's you'll, like an audition video. Absolutely. You know, like do minute long monologues and put them up on a. On, on, on fucking it? Instagram, you know. But here's the weird thing about you, um, for me in particular. I, she found you on podcasts, right? Okay. I found you on Instagram. You're one of the most entertaining motherfuckers on social media, and I, I had always liked you as an actor, right? Dating way back in the day, so right, like right, right. fucking higher learning, right? Remy, you were, right. you were Remy to me, right. where it was right. like, yo, I, fuck, and I still, because I'm the only one who does a Cole Hauser. Um, so you know, you Remy, do- Remy. You know what the fuck we're doing, Remy? Okay, we're, like, so I was. I mean, <laughs> that's the only Cole Hauser back. Person. Cole Cole Hauser. I'm the only one who does a Hauser. Cole Cole Hauser is the, the actor who played the, the the my sort of big brother skinhead. And he's a good actor too. I don't know why he's not bigger bigger actor. I know he, why. Why? Uh, he he gets too fucked up. He doesn't really. He actually doesn't. He, he actually truly up. doesn't give a fuck. No, he doesn't. And he gets too fucked up. And, yeah. And he'll, he'll go in and tell people to fuck off. Right. Right. But, he, like he did Kimmel and got high, and and they were like, "Yo, this is a fucking problem." Right. And, yeah. Uh, he doesn't give a fuck. Shit like that. Um. And then you did Beautiful Girls as well. Yep. Uh, my buddy Scott Rosenberg wrote yep, that movie. Yep, yep. Uh, one of the, the greatest writers of all time. Yep. And you're one of those people who every movie you showed up in in my life. Right. I w- you would turn to the person next to you and be like, yo, all right, that's rapid for Like, fuck. I, I, I like this guy. It's right. fine. It's fine. It's fine. But then with the social media and the podcast, and when, when we really got to know your personality, yeah, yeah. I was like, God damn. Yeah. I, this motherfucker I love now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I liked him before, but I fucking love him now. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. You, you know, the podcast shit for me, you know, I, I, I was a beat late to the podcast and just knowing about him. And I did a friend of mine's podcast and it was similar to this. He was like, and it was less wires than we have. We have like, we got, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we got like a few wires here. It's not really a big setup, but we have wires here. But it was really just the mics and the little recording thing. And I was like, this is a podcast? Was like, yeah, I was like, shit. And like, I had fun doing it. And I was like, what are you doing? You know what I'm guessing? I just do it. And like, I started listening to it. And I was like, it's fucking cool. And I was, I was like, I, I would like to do one just as like an outlet. You know, like right. almost as a diary. Because at first when I started, it was just me. And then um, I've always, it's always, it's always, it's always been me. But I just, like, I never sort of shared it. And 
You know, it was just like, if you knew me, you knew me, but like, I never put that shit out there. And even like, sure. you know, with the public, I would be a little bit, like say like 65% because you're like, I don't know, it's just, I was young or whatever, but the podcast and then social media, I was just like, fuck it. I just, I just love it. And it, and it is like, it is like a gut reaction. Like the podcast for me are gut reactions and the social media shit that has, has caught on, they're all gut reactions to me. Like I like to put it up as fast as I possibly, especially the videos and you know, some, some of these videos, like so many people see them. Like I've had little kids, like I have a whole new group of people, like a, a whole new audience, 13 year old yeah. kids that know me from fucking from videos and I'm Instagram. Like, yeah. It's crazy to me. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it, it's, a, it's, it's one of those things where you can tell me if, if, if I'm incorrect on this, I think this is the biggest you've ever been. It might be. It feels like it. it, it no, it, I, I think it, collectively it is. It is. It probably is. It probably is because there's different avenues, I, I, and and it's it's a, it's an unusual thing because it just sort of like it just happened. Like I wasn't planning it, and the podcast. You never know what the fuck it's going to be. Yeah. And certainly, like the videos. Like I've been making videos, and I've always talked shit. And I fuck around, and and then when. It starts getting shared, and then this person hitting you, and like this person, and then they're sharing, and like I'm like, what the fuck? But it's cool though, it's cool, and you know because we're 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 living in such a crazy time, and there's so much going on in sports, and right now, um, because we're in basketball, football, and fantasy football, I call it the dream season. season, the dream season this is the best, this is as good as it gets. This is this is beautiful right now. Oh boy, I, I hunkered down. I fucking hunker down, and it's Thursday through Monday where it's like, dude, don't even fucking call me. Don't text me. Like, unless it's about the game itself, like, I don't want a fucking bullshit meme about a dog or a fucking zebra. Like, I want to know what, what all these players are doing. Even the World Series. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, give yeah. a shit about the Astros. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. give a shit about the Dodgers. Yeah. But I am hooked. Yeah. And I watched that game the other night, and I yeah. was like, fuck. Yeah. Stayed up. So I was on East Coast time, me too. and I was like, shit. No, it was, it, it. it's a good, it, right now, with especially with the World Series, again, I don't give a fuck about the, I don't even give a fuck about baseball. I can give a <laughs> shit about baseball. Yeah. But but the, the way the drama of the World Series has been good and the football and the fantasy, because the fantasy is my shit. Uh, mine too. I'm, I got a needle in my fucking arm every goddamn Sunday. Now it's on Thursday. And this, I, I love it. Say, same here. Give me kids more, here. the more the merrier. Same here. I don't care that you haven't had time to prepare and, and you know, sorry, you'll get the week off. It, for me, getting that Thursday night game. Yeah. And, you know, there's been some clunkers, but there's been a, a few good ones. And I think that's just, first of all, the, the football season itself has been fucked up. This, this NFL season has been... It's would been, it's would been, you say it's one of the worst ever? Because all the stars got hurt. That's been really bad. So, like, because people will bitch about the kneeling for the anthem and shit like that. But the stars also got hurt. So, when like, Aaron Rodgers went down. The, uh, David Johnson Odell, went down. Uh, uh, David went, Johnson went down. Was it the first half of the game? Fuck. He was four minutes into that. And, and that was one of my first round pick in one, in one yeah, league. same. And that crushed a lot of people. David Johnson, Aaron Rodgers, Odell, J.J. Watt. I mean, we're forgetting the Derek Carr. You know, he's back, but he's yeah. you can tell he's not the same. No, he's not the same. Like I think if you break any bone in your back, it should be at least a month. Like, at least, I, like I don't with, understand. Yeah. Like what? Like I get you want to play in your team, but he broke some bone in his back. Two allegedly, allegedly. But they'll Maybe shoot him up. They shot him up and got him out there. And and it's gonna fuck with him the whole season. Yeah, yeah. I, he should have stayed more. But like, I mean, who else? We're we're forgetting. Julio's hurt. 
I don't yeah. care what anyone says. No, he's I, not right. Yeah, yeah. Julio's hurt. Um, fuck. The I whole mean, Ezekiel thing. And, and and listen, I'm a Giants fan. I could give a fuck about the Cowboys. But for me as a fan right now, you can't suspend him. No. Like, I don't care. It's too late. Like, if you're going to suspend him, you need to regroup for the beginning of the next season. It's not yeah. fair to the football. It's not fair to the league. It's not fair to the Cowboys. And I could give a fuck about the Cowboys. Same. It's not fair to, to, to the fans. Like, you can't suspend him. Week nine for shit that you were like, if he's going to get suspended, whatever, that's not the conversation. You, you got to hold it over to the beginning of the year because that's been a fucking uh, uh, a pain in the ass. Like, it's hard to keep track week to week, day to day. Like, I'm always on Saturday. Like, is this motherfucker playing? Yeah. Like, is he playing? Are you sure he's playing? Because it's, I, you can't keep up. He's, he's playing. They did an injunction. They got a restraining order. I'm like, I, I get these uh, these updates from ESPN. I don't know if you get them on your phone. Yeah, I get them. Yeah. Every time inside of me, I, honestly, dick goes two inches to the left. I'm like, oh my god, is it is it something about my player? Or are you, Nine you, times out of ten, it's Zeke. It's do, fucking do Zeke, Zeke stories. Do you have him on any? Of your I, teams? I have him on one of my leagues. Yes, on, on one of my teams, I've got Zeke, and I got him in the the third. He was the first pick of the third round. Because this is when he was going to be suspended, yes. right? Right before. So I was like, fuck it. I'll take him early. And then it was Harlem World. And I, I was like, dude, I'm going to fucking wreck shit. Because I had David Johnson with the first pick. David Johnson goes out. Uh, but then I had Zeke to slide oh. in there. And I was like, all right, cool. I, I got lucky with that. But a lot of people didn't. Uh, on the other team, I got uh, Odell Beckham. Right, that fucked me up too, and fuck, that fucked fuck up my up. Giants. And I, dude, I got Julio on that team. That fu- he got one touchdown, and, and he just gooned that touchdown. Yeah, and I I, I got lucky because I drafted Deshaun Watson, and I drafted Kareem Hunt, um, and I did. Kareem Hunt was before the Spencer Ware injury, right? So like, I everybody looks at me like I'm roster Domus, right? Right. That's what they call me online because they're like, "How the fuck did you predict that?" I didn't. I saw him in the preseason. He right. looked great, right? And right. so I, I I drafted him earlier than everybody else. And uh, I got lucky with Deshaun because uh, Matt Ryan was my original quarterback right. on that team. Right. Matt Ryan, fuck. He, he's dropped. That guy's fucking. It's the Cooperstown kids. Yeah. It's all bust on the Falcons team. Yeah. They're, Him they're, and Julio are they're just fucked. fucking bust. They're fucked. They're, 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 they're fucked. And they started out, I thought they were going to like, like they were going to be back like with a vengeance and they lost the Super Bowl. They're fucked. I was there. At By the, the way, Super Bowl? I'm a, I'm a diehard Atlanta fan. I'm from Atlanta. I was there. To this day, like I, I wake up and you see. You at that Super Bowl? I, I was at it. And I see the So meme. were you, did you have elation? What's that? Did, you must have been elated at halftime. For six hours, my best friend's on a show on Fox, right? So Fox gives us the, the, the fucking money suites. Like we had, <laughs> it was the dream day. There's underground concerts going on privately that nobody else gets to go to. Uh-huh. For seven hours of my day, it was, it was better than my wedding day, and I apologize for that, but it was. It was better than my fucking wedding day, and then we, you, you get to two minutes left. They score that touchdown. No big deal. Like, you're like, well, well it's, it's 28-10. Don't care. I think you missed the extra point. 28-9. No big deal. Then you get down to the last four minutes. All the, the entire fucking stadium is empty. It's all Falcons fans. Um, Did Patriots fans leave? Walked out. That's for real. All of them walked out. And it's a glass stadium, so you can see them on the outside like it's Armageddon. And they're trying to say, like Bruce Willis, trying to like say goodbye to Liv Tyler, where you're just like, yo, uh-huh. I, they can't get back in. So They wouldn't let them back in. No. Good the, the fuck. Security was so, so, so tight. But yeah. you, that's not bullshit. They actually Dead left. Serious. Left. It wasn't just Mark Wahlberg. Nope. Uh, no, no, no. And Mar- so Mark, Marky, he was, he was right in front of us. I saw him. 
angrily take his whole family and it looked like a fucking road sign in San Diego where it's like, watch out, kids crossing the road. Like he ripped them out of there and they were gone. I, I read so, like later on that he, he said, said the one kids of the kids were, were sick. That's they not, weren't they weren't sick. They weren't sick at all. Fury. He was sick. Yeah. And he was pissed off, so they all left. So we're in the stands. Everybody's sharing, like, vape pens, weed, like, whatever anybody had. It was like a fucking Grateful Dead show where it was like, what do you have left? Awesome. Let's share. It's Falcons fans. We've never won the Super Bowl. This is awesome. And you still get down to the last, like, two minutes of that game, and we're up by eight. And I still think we're going to win. Somehow, some way. No. Like, the heart inevitable- ripped out. The memes that I see, I've I've left friends on Facebook, I hear Twitter. You. Like, I mean, I've I've blocked them. Where I it was, was like, hard to accept. I can't it. see it. Yeah, because I wanted that motherfucker. I mean, I wanted them to lose. I was at halftime. I was oh, everybody from Boston. out you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> you it's fucking over. Uh, videos. Yeah, you fucks. It's fucking over. Yeah. I mean, I was just like dancing, and then by the end of the game, I literally had lost my voice, and my wife took a picture of me like under the table. Like I just. It went from like, you know, fucking Lady Gaga sucks. This is the fucking, you know, you, this, everything's going good. Like, it, it just was a smear fest. Yeah. To, they have voodoo on them. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl again. So do I. So, and I can't figure it out, but it, but it's going from like like Giselle to like Lena Dunham at the end of the night for me, where I was just like, this is fucked up. You'd like, be lucky to be Lena Dunham at the end of the night God after that. God damn you'd it. Be, that you'd be to to say Lena Dunham at the end of the night after that is that's you could do way worse. I was it was something awful. worse than that. I was because look, I was. I, I've had I'm a lot of people Atlanta die fan. in my life, and I've never been sad about my my own family's death more than I was about that game, and that's a fucked up thing to say. So so when you were walking out. What was the sent? Were the Atlanta fans stunned? Stunned. Nobody talked to each other. There was no words. Embarrassment, exchanged. right? Yes. Yeah. And then I went to a. I, huh. I was staying at a hotel in the stadium, and I went to the hotel bar just to get some food. And I'm in there, and I had my my Atlanta gear on, the whole shit, and uh, and people were coming up to me like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry." I'm sorry, you know, and like I was a like, death. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Fuck those motherfuckers, man." They're they're. they're I think. I mean, obviously, there's been so many injuries, and they started off so good, and then they dipped. But like, they keep winning. Yeah, they're gonna win the fucking Super Bowl, and because there's yeah, like, who's gonna beat them? No one. No one. I like. I would have said voodoo on them, their side now. So now it's like yeah. if they just get there, not that they think it. Like I feel like the other teams will. The be other like, team does. Yeah. They have fucking voodoo. I would have said if you would ask me preseason who who was gonna. I win. said Patriots then. Yeah, uh, you did. I said it. I'm not wanting to. I can't stand those motherfuckers. Sure. But I'm saying if you ask me who do I think is gonna win, not want, I'm gonna say the Patriots this year. And they, you know, they had the injuries. Their defense is fucked up, but their defense is getting better. They're yeah. gonna figure the shit out. They always do. And like I, before the season, I said Pittsburgh. Because I, I thought they had all the pieces. They're not winning shit. No, they're not going to win a goddamn thing. But there's, the, the league is so fucked up that they're somehow five and two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you look at Philly with Carson Wentz and those they're guys, good. and but you're they like, ain't ready. Dude, no, they're not I, ready. For I don't the think they're Patriots. ready for prime time. Yeah. No, they're not ready for the big game. Then, no, 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 they're not no. ready for that shit. They're, no. they're, they're not. Just like Atlanta wasn't ready. Mm-mm. Like they, they if, if if they meet up with the Patriots. They're 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 like oh we we got this the Patriots because they're like oh we're gonna fucking they'll do some tricks I don't know what tricks they're doing it without Julian Edelman too oh dude but Bill Belichick is able to talk people into doing I can't shit stand where it's that like motherfucker. fuck if Harvey Weinstein had the mindset of Bill Belichick yeah. he could have talked them into doing shit and then not harass yeah, anybody yeah, like yeah, he yeah. can talk people into doing shit he, like he, he you did, can do this he did he did do some talking yeah you know the thing about the Harvey thing is there's no like listen I mean essentially. 
if everything, all this stuff is true, he's essentially a rapist. Yeah, yeah. Like, f forget the sexual harassment. Like, if that's really true, that he's actually raping, like, so he's a rapist, which is crazy. Crazy. Which is wild. You know, um, but I did a bunch of movies with Miramax in the 90s. I did Mir um Copland, Beautiful Girls, um, uh, the one that Mira Savino won the Oscar for, for that's come up a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, Mighty Aphrodite. I can't remember. I'm, I'm Mighty so Aphrodite. No, that's the one that everybody forgets, though. Everybody knows Mira Savino won the Oscar. You can't, nobody can name that movie no, for some reason. No, I can't even name it. I think Woody <laughs> Allen can name it. But, but, the, but the Harvey Weinstein shit, like, everybody knew Harvey was a motherfucker. Everybody. But you yeah. didn't know it was this. No. Like, no. you knew he, like he was a motherfucker to everybody. Guys, the women he worked with, assistants, producers, actors, directors. Like, you know, him and directors, like, him and Sean Penn, you know, like, you know, like, they were getting fucking fights. And the only one who, you know, he sort of left alone completely was Tarantino, rightfully so, because he's in a different class. But yeah. the Harvey shit is, is crazy. And uh, I had heard... I had I never knew any of this. Like I'm not one of these people. Like I knew, but I had heard like he had relationships, but I didn't hear it was any inappropriate shit. I see. I didn't know it was to that extent. I I had dinner with him once, uh, maybe about six or seven years ago, <clears throat> and he bought it. He brought a, a like a high class prostitute to dinner, and it was like DiCaprio, Jamie Fox. It was only like eight eight ten of us there, and uh, and I was like, yo, is that Harvey's wife? And they're like, no, no, no. We were in France and it was like, hey, nothing works. Cell phones, like nobody was taking cameras. Right, right, like, right. So it was like you could get away with that shit back then, but everybody just accepted it. But I that I don't care. Like that's his same wife. Here. That, same. But this shit is an, another level. Like, yo, crazy. It, like if he's actually raping women and shit, like it's one thing to be like a freak. You want women to watch you shower and they don't want to watch. Like, but when you start touching and like coerce, that's a that's a different thing. And uh, he jacked off in a plant. Jacked off in a fucking plant. That was the that was the allegation. He jacked like, off in a plant, and 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 on my own uh, time, on my own, I've taken shit in flower pots. Yeah, and then you know what? And I'm I, they're not the same, but I just want to say that you know, like he jacked off in plants, yeah. and I've taken shit in in, in in potted plants in New York City uh, when I had to, not for shits and not for shits and giggles. giggles. Yeah, it for was for shits and reels. When, shits and reels. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so you know whatever. I mean it. it it's it's a, a crazy time and a crazy shit uh, crazy thing that happened uh, with him and, and that story. The crazy shit is that <laughs> the one girl Lu, Lupita Nyong'o, like out of all the allegations that came out, like it came out that he goes, "Well, I did all this other stuff," but he like, "I didn't do that to her." Yeah, like yeah. he's like, you know, I, I'm guilty of everything, but what she's saying is not totally but accurate. Not the girl from Twelve Years a Slave. That's the one fucking thing that I'm gonna. <laughs> Like, that's the one thing that, like, he, like, stood up and was like, I'm not going to fucking, that's too far. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Oh, let me get a, a, a water real quick. Yeah, 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 no worries. <clears throat> I was going to say, do you want me to get you a water, but they want to go into your fridge. It's like the Chicago fire out there. Are right, you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so, so you, your guys, uh, your your audience fucks with fantasy. Fantasy. They, they fuck with fantasy. Uh, I think they'll fuck with this book. To be honest with oh, you, man. Okay, cool. Because the thing I like about your book is it's laced with pop culture references. Right. Um, it's not it's not just sports to me. There's also no. acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, our audience loves fucking movies, right. Sports, all that shit. Right. And like. This is written from a fucking dude's dude's perspective right. where in the literary world right now, and I, I look, I've dealt with this myself on my own. 
people aren't getting books like this right now that are honest and open and like, hey, uh, this is some real shit. Right, right. Um, and the things you talk about in here are are shit that like we've we've all thought and said at home like uh, shit your stance on like 99 percent of this shit we, I, we share the same like lebron right when, when i read the, the chapter on lebron like to me this is gonna sound crazy but he's one of the most overrated athletes to me Do you of think so? all time i'll tell you why his body type it lends itself to be so fucking dominant that unless you're God given and born like that, you can't do you can't do it because his shot has always been clunky to me. Yeah, and so when I watch it, it's like fuck. I don't want him taking the last shot. Yeah, uh, he's lost what five finals at this point. Yeah, and I look at the same way three it, it, and five. Yeah, three and five. I look at the same and way. And you with know, Shaq. it's weird. Kevin Durant wears thirty five. Just a number thing. I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. just throwing. You Absolutely, know. it's like twenty eight three. Exactly like twenty eight three. Right. Exactly. Um, but uh, I look at Shaq the same way, where it's like, dude. His body type, yes, he you, like. No wonder he can't shoot free throws. Yeah, yeah. And when you're sitting courtside, because you, I know you sat courtside for this mm -hmm. shit, mm -hmm. and you see how much space he takes up on a floor. Mm -hmm. His dominance, he should have won eight rings. Yeah, should have won eight if yes, he worked yes, out. Yes, if he yes, trained and worked yes, out, yes, he should have. I, I hear you. I, I agree with you. You know, listen. I'm not going to say LeBron is not top three. He's sick. My shit with LeBron is all. Personal? It's, it's all bullshit. It's all his bullshit. It's if for my biggest thing with LeBron, it's it's two things. My two biggest things with LeBron is number one, I've been around athletes since I you know since I started making movies. Like I've I've always like you know Nick games they hook you up NBA All Star games. You talk to a former NBA All Star game uh, celebrity All Star game MVP. That's a fact. I got the trophy from the late great Stuart Scott. I saw it. Okay, so I have I that trophy. It. I won yeah. that award. Yeah. Um. And, and, you know, when I had kids, I started bringing them around. And all the athletes, all the actors that I've ever introduced my kids to, he's the only motherfucker that was rude to my kids. And, and it wasn't him being rude to my kids. It was something with me. And I had already met him. I met LeBron when he was 19 before he played an NBA game. Nice to meet you, sir. I'm a big yeah. fan, sir. Met him a couple All-Star games later. I don't get the time. The, the, the year is clear. But nice to meet you. What's up, Mike? Nice. Quick. I'm like, keep a moving pound. And then I saw him at the, I, I believe it was a 2010 Celebrity All-Star Game. Again, I am a Celebrity All-Star Game MVP. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I was with my kids at the time. They were 10 and 8 or 9 and 11. And they just, they don't ask for shit. They're not like oogle ogglers because their fucking father's the coolest motherfucker in the room anyway. Yeah. So, so we went over to him and he was, he dissed my fucking kids. He dissed my kids in front of me. And like, to this day, my kids remember it. I remember it. Like, I was like. This motherfucker like turned his back on my fucking kids. Sure. It wasn't like he missed us. He didn't see us. It was at the and I was like, you mother like I was so surprised and like shocked. I was embarrassed too. Cause like I was like, this motherfucker, all they give him a smile. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't give a fuck. So that made it to a personal thing. But before that, the big three and the Miami shit and the yeah. way he went to Miami. Ruin the league. Ruin the fucking league to me. Ruin the league. And and everybody's playing catch up now. Yeah. And and these kids that grew up idolizing LeBron, as they should, you know, he's like one of the most, you know, iconic players ever. That now, because LeBron is like in his 30s, the ones that are 19, 20, they they've idolized him. They're gonna see like they're gonna have that same mentality. Like, yo, fuck. If you don't have a ring. You ain't shit, and I'm going to do anything and everything to get that fucking ring. And if that means teaming up with the other kid that I grew up with, that I played ball with, we're going to do that. Because, And I call it the Charles Barkley theory. I call it the Avengers. It's like the fucking Avengers. It is like the fucking Avengers. But the thing why I say it, the Charles thing, 
for 10, 12 years, we've sat, I don't know how long Barkley's been on TNT, but for, for all these years, we've watched Barkley on TNT talk shit, talk shit. And whenever Shaq or Kenny Smith, even Kenny Smith, who was a good player, he's not like fucking Hall of Fame, whenever they want to shut up Charles, he'll be like, shut up, you don't have no rings. Yeah. And Charles, as much as he talks shit, he'll be like, Oh, uh, you can see it, and it hurts him. Every it, it gets him inside. Every yeah. single yep. time. And you could see kids being like, I'm not going to be Charles. Yeah. I'm not going to be <laughs> Pat Ewing. I'm not going to be Carl Malone. I'm not going to be Allen Iverson. And I'm like, motherfucker, you should be so lucky to be fucking Charles, Pat Ewing, Carl Malone, Allen Iverson, and the, the legions of other people that didn't win the rings. But the Charles Barkley thing, like every single time they say it, even if they do it 10 times in a show, it's like, it's like a, like almost scolding a dog, like a yeah. like he 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 shuts up. Yeah, every single time. And I think he should be. I, I and and I think it's affected the younger players. I do too. And like the other thing about LeBron, I went to Ohio State, so out of out of school, all of his fucking games were televised. His high school games were televised on ESPN. When you were at Ohio, Ohio well, yeah, State, yeah, when I when I was at school, so like we knew about him coming up. <laughs> and even as a high schooler, the way he spoke and talked in interviews after these games, it was like. Yo, man, you're like a 35-year-old fucking right, man at this right. point. He was already concerned about his brand right. at 16 years old right. rather than just being like a right. kid right. Where versus Iverson. That motherfucker— There was no branding. No. And he was a real, real motherfucker yeah. who, when he talked and when he did all of his shit, yeah. you didn't know what was going to happen. Right. And he was just a real dude. Right. Whereas LeBron seems like a fucking robot to me yeah. who's just going through the motions of what the carbon— copy NBA players right, should be right and now that he's there he's saying all the right things trying to do all the the right shit but he's fucking losing and if he leaves the Cavs he's again, gonna leave the Cavs again that's what I think too he's gonna leave the Cavs again what do you do then it's like a double Benedict I don't fucking Arnold. know if what he does but but you know like the chapter on the on LeBron the 23 reasons why he'll never be like Mike you know like it, it, like I, I just like to fuck with him like like you know like in terms of like the reasons like you could sit here and do basketball reasons and the championship you can't argue how great he is but like the the, the 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 fact that he like never been in a dunk contest. Yeah. This motherfucker does to this day he does the craziest shit on the layup line. Now he's 33, 34 years. He's, he's not doing it. He's not gonna come back and do he's the dunk contest. He's never been in a dunk contest. No, ever. And I, like ever. Never, never, not, not one once. fucking time. Not once. I think he was like afraid if I lose it'll fuck with my brain. Motherfucker, you don't want to be in the dunk contest? You're too good to be in the dunk contest. Yeah. Or like when he last year when he like rivalry shames the Golden State Cavaliers, you beat them once, they beat you. You don't like Steph Curry. He doesn't like you. It's a fucking rivalry. It's a rivalry. And he's like, well, we don't have rivals. We're, we're, we're rivalry list. Like, that kind of bullshit. Like, I'm just like, shut the... And when he unfollowed the Cleveland Cavaliers on Twitter. Yeah. Like, on some Gwyneth Paltrow mean girl shit. Oh, dude. You're uncoupling with your own team. Exactly. And it was like, dude, was Chris Martin that bad? Like, fuck off. You, 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 you unfollow your own team on Twitter. And then when the, when the reporter asks you, why'd you unfollow... Your own team, you look offended. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm offended why you would unfollow your fucking team. Exactly. It and if you, if you look back in history, go back to Kenny. Even Kenny Smith was in the dunk contest. Michael Jordan. Kobe. Kobe did the fucking Everybody dunk contest. Did. Everybody did. And Michael didn't win everyone. No. You know, you, but Dominique. And Dominique was, was pissed like when he lost to Jordan that year. And he should have fucking won, it's by the part way. Of the fucking, it's part of the rite of passage yes. of the NBA. And again, I, I, whatever. So... I, I just, listen, I didn't write anything in, in the book about any lames. You write about the greats. You know what I mean? Like, you, you don't, I didn't write any chapters about, like, the fucking Utah Jazz. You write about motherfuckers who are great. Yeah. He's obviously great, but, like, 
you know, he ain't my team. He's not my guy. Just like Jordan. Like, I didn't want to be like Mike. I wanted to bury that motherfucker. Yeah. Reggie Miller, that snaggletooth cocksucker. I didn't like that motherfucker. He fucking killed my New York Knicks. Yeah. And he talked yeah. shit about it. He did. So, so you know, like, the, the, the book is... And, you know, it's not all people I don't like. There's, you know... Whatever. No, you got great stories. All like, dude, sorts of shit. Uh, fucking Serena Williams' dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talk about the dad being the real MVP. Was that true that he grabbed his dick and said straight out of Compton? Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. He was wild. God He was damn. wild. I didn't know that because I see him now. He's got gray hair. He looks, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks reserved. Yeah. But, like, that was so younger. Yeah, I mean, and, and that was in tennis. Like, when you think oh, about yeah. it, like, 20 years ago, like, tennis, when they first came out, and I've, I've always been a big tennis fan because my father loves it. But when they first came out, it was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, yeah. not just one black girl, two black girls two. that are sisters. They're wearing their hair in braids. The father's talking shit. Like, he's talking shit. He's not, <laughs> and they're not just like, we're happy to be there. Like, we're like, we're going to fucking beat your ass. As they should. They weren't like, oh, yes, I'm just happy. They were like, we're going to come in here and change this whole shit. Yeah. When they, the father, when they walked out on the court, it was like NWA coming out of right. the Express Yourself video. Yep. Where they rip open the fucking exactly. thing. And it was like, oh, shit, they're yeah. here. And they did it for 20. I mean, Serena. She's still doing it. She's going to come back. Oh, yeah. Oh, you you kidding me? She's going to come back. I'm surprised she didn't have the baby faster to come yeah. back earlier. She's going to fucking come back. And like she'll probably like, I'm going to give it one more year. She'll win a couple of more fucking Masters, uh, you know, Grand Slams, and then that'll be done. Like, they're they're on some shit. And the yeah. father had the foresight. They didn't even play. Like, he's like, you're going to be fucking tennis players. And obviously, a lot of parents think their kids are going to be great. But the way he just saw the whole thing, pushed the whole thing, and then when they got there, was like, we're, we're not fucking here to, like, shake hands. We're here to fucking take this shit over. Yeah. And there's so much, you know, underlying racism in the tennis community People are happy to see them go. They've just fucking... They, they, they've ran the shit for 20 fucking years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They and can't wait till those motherfuckers are out It's like, like, like Jordan. It's like, get the fuck out of yeah. here, man. Like, let's somebody else get a taste of this shit. It's so, time. We're like, it's time. Somebody wants... Uh, somebody, get, you know, want... Like, let somebody else There'll win. There'll be some weird fucking Serbian who pops up out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, all right, great. Whatever it, that girl's name it, I can't pronounce. And is. it'll never be the same again, because that story and the fact that it was two girls, sisters... Yeah. A lot of times playing each other in the semifinals and the finals, that's it's you if you wrote that shit in a movie and it wasn't really you'd be like, This is bullshit. Not only that, but the exec would be like, Hey, that's not plausible. Why don't you do a rewrite on that shit? Right. This the, is a fairy tale. Yeah. It's like some fucking um like uh, uh like Alice in Wonderland shit. Like it's yeah. it's not it's not like a real story you'd write, but so yeah, I wrote about him as the real MVP and uh you, you had some other shit in there where it was like uh, you know, you had your favorite sports stars, but you know, I, what I was surprised you didn't have your favorite list of actors. I didn't have my favorite list of actors, but I had my celebrity scouting report. You of did who, who could play, who can play. So I, since we're on that, I'll get to that because right. I played in the celebrity league. Okay. Um, I I did not have the same experience as it is appeared you did in the book. I played, so I get a, I get a phone call and they're like, "Hey man, you can play in the celebrity league." You know, f fill in for somebody. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, absolutely." So I get out there and they're like, "It's full court." You got the 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 real uniforms yeah, and all that yeah, shit it was in it LA. Was NBA, NBA, -E. yes, like um, it was fully sanctioned by the NBA. Full referees, the whole the shit. Whole full shit. Court. They had like trainers and shit. Like oh, w way more shit than we deserved. Well, it was it was crazy. It was like NBA shit. Twenty eight, twenty six was the final. Score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't shit. Twenty eight, twenty six. No one passes. I was gas. Oh, and no one passes. I was fucking gassed yeah. by the second quarter because I hadn't played full court. No, it was fucking. Tough. 10 years and, and I you're was chasing like, little bow wow around and I, it, 
was uh, Tobey Maguire. He can't play worth the shit. Worth the shit. One of Terrible. the worst basketball players. Forget as an actor. He's literally one of the worst basketball players you'll ever see ever. anywhere. <laughs> like, he's like, if you took him, like, from another planet and put him on a basketball court, like, he yeah. definitely didn't play basketball. He's one of those kids who did not play as a kid. And then when you're, like, 25... You can't learn how to play basketball. No, you're not picking that up on the fly. It's too many rules. There's yeah. too many, like, where you have to go, you know, move here, zone all, zone defense. Like, that motherfucker just runs around in circles and shit. Yeah. So he, he probably is the worst out of all the people I ever saw play. Like, like he truly didn't know what the fuck he was doing. The game before mine was, I, I think it was Brian McKnight. He could play. Dude, well, he didn't pass. Never. That motherfucker was shoot. He was shooting like Kobe in his last game. Every he was shooting sixty game. shots, and he could shoot. But I think I could shoot too if I put up sixty. Like he never passed to anybody. No, ne never, never passed to anybody. Never. Uh, and, and let me ask you this: Could you score? This is this is the fucking this is the end all be all guys question. Could you score ten points in an NBA game? Hell no. No. My, all my friends, every friend I have from back home, will swear to me in my face, dude. I I could I could I could at least get ten. And I was like, there's, there's not a fucking prayer on this earth. Even against the backups, you couldn't get 10 you, points. Even against the backups' cousins. Yeah. You can't get 10 in an NBA you game. You can get 10 if it was just the backups, if it was the trainers of an NBA team. Yeah. They play way more ball. Like It's crazy. If Like, I've had the fortune, like, this summer in the Big Three was like, you know, I, I, I was the sideline reporter for the Big Three games, and I would practice with them and shit. Not even, I mean... Different, it's a different, they're professional basketball players. Even Scalabrini, right? Like, Scalabrini like, just drains, right? Scalab Yo, Scalabrini, when he retired, he did this thing where he, 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 he like, the, the year after he retired, he did a thing. I think he played 50, he, like, he challenged, first come, first of I'll play anybody that shows up. He beat all of them. Yeah. In a row. 50 people in a row. Like, if you put Brian Scalabrini now versus anybody, Without it, forget that he's 6'10", just from shooting jump shots. He's, you think he's the best basketball player you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Ever. And people shit on him. They're in, they're, they don't know what the fuck they're talking no, about. they don't. They, like, you've never had the fortune. All you got to do is go to a game early and watch the guy who doesn't play shoot around. Yeah. Watch the guy who, you, you don't know who he is. You never watch him shoot around. Like, they're they're professional basketball. They can't miss. It's like when when most people shoot, you're like, oh fuck, that went in. I don't, they're like surprised when it misses. Like they're, you know, I, I watched Chris Mullen shoot around. He's 54 now, 43s in a row. Yeah. Like it's and he's not like oh shit I made forty threes in a row. Like he'd be surprised if he didn't make forty threes. Yeah, in a row. it's, a, and it's he's another 50 day of the fucking job. Four. Yeah, I don't know if you heard that story about uh, Charles Barkley at SNL. Uh, when they did that sketch where he was uh, boxing out, he was going against Barney one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. So famous SNL sketch. They said he showed up hungover as fuck, that he was out of the clubs for like four in the morning, showed up to shoot that sketch, and he missed like 10 shots in a row, and the production was like, yo, what the fuck will we do? And Charles just looks over, and he goes, man, I I'll get it together. I'll get it together, I promise. Just turn the fucking cameras on. Right. Turn the fucking cameras on. They were like, man, he, he made the next 60 in a row. Like, 60. It, was, like it was a fucking Straight joke. up 60. Like, yep. Not like exaggerated 60. My friend did a, a Steph Curry commercial, and he directed it, and he said, I, I saw him watch 48 in a row. I said, I don't believe you. He said, show me the film. 48 threes in a row. Boom. Jesus boom, Christ. Boom. Yeah. In a row. Yeah. Like Mullen told me, he, when he would work out, when he played, 500 makes. 
That's like his workout. Like in a two-hour shooting, 500 makes, you don't leave the gym until you've made. He was a you fucking, fucking gym rat. You know how fucking long rat. it would take me to make five. Oh, a normal boy. person, even if it was, you could shoot 500 makes anywhere on the court. He's talking about jump shots. Yeah. Like in two hours, makes. That's how they all are. We'd be there for two days. That's like a week. Yeah. That's like a lifespan. Like if you said make 500 shots in a day, that'd be hard to do. And if you say anywhere on the court, that's yeah. a lot. Let of alone a three-pointer. 500 fucking makes? Yeah. So all those dudes could do that shit. So anybody who says they could score 10 points or Scalabrini ain't shit or Adam Morrison ain't shit, whoever the fuck you think ain't shit, you're fucking insane. This insane. You're, it's a, they're, they're on a different fucking planet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Who's your, so who's your top actors then? Who do you got? De Niro. De Niro's still one. Well... Say, have you worked? Have you, have you ever worked? Twice, with Copland and a movie called Men of Honor. Okay. So De Niro's my favorite. I would say like... You know, but I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll age down. So I'll say De Niro, Pacino, Jack Nicholson, that whole crew, Dustin Hoffman, Robert Duvall, like those are like my, my dudes. Right. And then, and then below that, like I go like to the, to the, like the generation, uh, D Denzel, Sean Penn, um, John oh, Turturro is one of my favorites. I'm, I'm waiting for a name that you just won't bring up. I'm talking about DDL. I'm talking about Daniel Day-Lewis. He's ridiculous. Oh, uh, Dude. I, he, he's so good fuck he's playing this chair right now yeah. he's playing this fucking chair that yeah, I'm sitting in right in now and I, didn't even, know. I didn't even notice you're like, sitting that's Daniel, Daniel Day-Lewis Day he's, been, he's been doing this for nine years he's sick he's been been your chair for nine years but um, I'll say this and I'm, this isn't any sort of diss I wouldn't have get. I wouldn't have I mean if you had kept making me get name guest names I would have said him but for me as great as he is the thing about his acting style that I don't relate to and that I don't, it doesn't resonate the same way the guys that I just named before that. Sure. You never get a sense of who Daniel Day-Lewis is. He's and, and that's great. Like, he's totally, like, engulfed in the character. But as much as De Niro, Jack, and all these other people were engulfed in the character, you still got a sense of who they were. A little piece of who they were as a person. A little piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, whereas Daniel Day-Lewis, he's one of the only actors where you have no idea... He's literally the character, and 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 that's he was Abraham Lincoln, straight like, the fuck up. Like if you went, if you took a time machine back to eighteen, I bet it's him giving that Gettysburg Address and straight the fuck up. Yep. And I'm not saying obviously that's the the end all goal. Yeah, but even as much as and Meryl Streep's probably the closest. As she's gotten older, you get to see a little bit more of her personality, a little bit like especially in the comedies, and she's sort of another one who morphs. But I've never seen anybody morph as much as him. Dude. But for me as an actor, like when I'm approaching actor, I don't approach it that way. You know, like there's there's different approaches. There's like this method shit, which obviously he engulfs top to bottom. Like he's the fucking, he's the, the mountaintop of method. And 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 like another person who sort of like does that, like they like like Benicio del Toro, he's another great actor. He's a friend of mine. And he sort of I don't think he morphs as much as Daniel Day-Lewis, but like for him, like you, you, you don't really get a sense of who he is when he's acting. You know, he, he like puts on voices and, and, and walks and you, you, you know, it's seamless, which is the goal. But like with Denzel, to me, he's the ultimate because he has the craftsmanship of like a method actor, but you also get a sense of that's Denzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And also when at a certain point, you know, you can only hide so much when you've done as many movies as Denzel does. As, as De Niro does, as as Jack Nicholson, like you're gonna get a sense of who they are. Like the one thing about Daniel Day, it's like he has his own path and his own groove that he wants to do, and that's why he kind of like does 
whatever. He probably hasn't even done 20 movies, right? Nah. I, he, every five years, he pops up in a fucking movie, wins an Oscar, and you're like, yo, I can't remember the last fucking movie he was. And, and it's like, you go back in his IMDb, it's like six credits. It's like my left foot. Right. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, that I was wonder five how movies many movies ago. Like, that he's actually done. Yeah. I mean, look, you look, you're looking. Gangs of New York, There Will Be Blood, Lincoln. <laughs> the boxing and, one. Yeah. The, uh, my left foot, the boxing one. And then the, the fucking new one where he's the fashion the fashion guy with, with Paul Thomas Anderson is coming out on Christmas. Right. Uh, and he says he's retiring. He's done. He, 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 he'll, he'll have bills to pay. That's what I think. That motherfucker's not. What is he? Fifty? That motherfucker ain't retiring. And that, but his quote can't be that high no. either. Because he ain't no, like, he's not Will Smith. It's not no. like people are. We we respect him and everybody's like he's great. But it's not like mother, there's legions of motherfuckers. It's not like it's like the Avengers or or you know like uh you know like a Star Wars movie whatever. where you can just call it a day. Because yeah. he, 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 it's not like he's easy to watch. Like he, his performances are dark. Oh, super dark. He's a dark. That's probably one thing that you could say about him. Like, I bet you that motherfucker is probably not that fun to be around. No. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> he's mother, he's in the backyard right now no. shaming himself no. with a fucking belt. Just <laughs> hating himself. Yeah. He, he's not like he's the life of any fucking party. No. No. He's the last guy Imagine being married to him. He's like fucking reading poetry and... Well, he was like a shoemaker for a minute. Like, <laughs> this guy, like... See, like, for me, like... You know, so so those are my dudes. I mean, there's there's so many you know good actors, and but those are like my like you know I'm forgetting some. You know, like, Denzel is one of my top. He's by the way, sick. And like, dude, when you're he's talking ridiculous. about being a part of yourself in in your characters, like I played, I got to when I very first moved to Los Angeles, wanted to be an actor, all that shit. Uh, I was working a party for him, and I got to play a game of pool with him. His agent was hosting a screening for the Hurricane, and he didn't want to watch it. And I was like, hey, man, are you the movie starting? You're going to watch your own movie? He goes, I don't watch my own movies. Right. I don't watch my own movies. I was like, oh, never? And he goes, I don't watch anybody's movies. And I was like, shit. So I asked him. I was he like, said he doesn't watch anybody's movies? Yeah, so I, go, I, go, I, I understand. So I go, what, what's the last movie you watched? And he was like, I was on a cruise with my wife. And there was an Italian movie, all in Italian. That's the last movie I watched. And I was like, oh, shit. We started playing pool. And he, he looks at me. And I'm a fucking waiter at this point. I just moved to town. And he goes, uh, $600 a game? And I was like, what? $600 a game. And I was like, no, man. I, I'm a fucking waiter here. I'll be lucky if I get a fucking $100 tip. If I could afford 600 a game, I would not be serving you drinks tonight. And he was like, ah, okay, okay. And I remember training day coming out right after that. And I was right, like, oh, right, shit. Right, right, That was kind of Denzel. Right, like, right, it was a little right. piece of Denzel. That was, I think, the first time where we really saw, like, oh. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not just a clean-cut dude. Like, he, you know, you, he's got an edge. Like yeah. he's a, he's he's I'm gonna say like like he's Kimbo Slice, but he's a tough guy. He like is. he's a like Denzel Washington like is a tough dude. Like not to say like he's like he just like he's a he's Denzel Washington. Yeah, he's I mean he's so good. He's to me I I make the equation of Allen Iverson like he literally has taken I'd say five or six movies that if you put anybody else. Anyone we just named, They're they would shit. be shit. They're shit, yeah. yeah. Like, he's 100% literally agree, like, yeah. he's going to get 40 fucking points, and the team is going to be in contention Oh yeah, because of Denzel. Yeah. There's like a bunch of fucking movies that he's done. What's the one, um, not City of God, um, Man on Fire. Man on Fire, yeah. He makes Man on, Man on Fire into Academy Award level shit. The, the Training Day. That would have been a B movie, like a fucking, that would have been like a Liam Neeson movie. 100%. Because if you take that script and you say... I, King Kong ain't got shit on me. Who the fuck is going to pull that line off and make it cool? Like, who, who is it? Who's nobody. Another, not, nobody. No, nobody else. It, it turns into shtick. Yeah. 
He's a bad motherfucker. Oh, he's one of the best. He's one of the best. And I got to drill him that night. I asked him every acting question under the fucking sun. And he loves it, right? Loves it. And he's he's old school New York theater. Right. And that was the first thing he went to was just right. like, yo, I learned, I fucking pounded the fucking boards and learned my right. craft. Right. And he goes, that's why I'm this good. Right. And I was like, fuck. I, I got it after yeah, that night. He, I was like, all right. Yeah, he's, a, he's to me, he's the the best and 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 you know, I mean, it's so subjective. It's like what you like, the movies, you know, it's art. It's not like, I mean, it's the same stupid conversation like LeBron, Kobe, Michael Jordan, but like the the quality of his work and the craftsmanship and the fucking looks and the swag and the whole fucking deal. Like he's got the whole fucking deal. Like yeah. he's got the whole shit, and he's never not been good. No, never. Like there's not one movie where you turn on a Denzel movie and you're like, ah, he's he's shitty in this. He's been in some movies, eh? But he's always a he's always like forty points. Like he dropped forty. He's always triple double. And, and whenever he comes out with a movie, I feel like they save an Oscar spot for him. Where it's like, hey, there's only going to be four of you against yeah. him. So, hey, good good fucking luck. Yeah, this he's year. he's a motherfucker. Like he's he, he's the only person I go see his movie sight unseen at this point because I don't go to the movies like I used to. Nobody does. It's fucked up. It's fucked. Uh, we had Miles Teller on uh, night before last. Because he right? has a film. Um, Thank you for your service. This right. this weekend, but he also had only the Brave last weekend. Both he had two movies back to back. Back to back. Not not his choice. Obviously, N none of anybody's choice is to have two movies back to back. But here's the thing with him. And they were both his movies. Both his movies. Both That's fucking stupid. great. The the reviews across the board were sick as fuck. No and, one saw him, dude. Six million for only the Brave opening weekend. This this weekend. Uh, three million for thank you for your service. I, what do you do at this point? You, you, the the movie star as we know it is dead. Will never be the same. No, the last there's like a handful of dudes. DiCaprio, but he came. You know, he started twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so he's he's you know, and 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 he chooses like you know he chooses movies like they're 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 like. They're, he doesn't do they're complicated but he he cho he swings for the stars yeah like he's going for fucking like he's going for a home know, run every fucking time every yeah. time yeah like it's Scorsese like you know you know maybe Will Smith isn't where he was there's all, like a few I just saw a trailer for a Will Smith the new Will Smith is on Netflix Netflix is doing the, the new Will Smith movie it's straight to Netflix yeah and it's called Bright and it's uh it's him in like an orc I'm dead serious. He's right. A, he's a cop, and the other guy is a fucking orc. It's never going to be the same because no. the movie business has changed dr dramatically. If it's not Transformers or Batman this or Superman and Batman and Superman, it's changed. And, you know, people front, like actors front, like, well, I'm doing TV because you're doing TV because that's where you can make a living. Yeah. Like, there's great parts there, but the reality of it is, is like that whole Miramax 90s shit that I done. came up on, done. Yeah. Like, cause it used to be where there's the big, big stars getting their huge money, and then there was the in betweens, and then there was the low. That in between's done. Gone. The majority Gone. of us were always making good money, really respectable money on the in between. Now they're like, we're gonna give you this. I you're don't give a scale. fuck what your quote yeah, is. You're getting scale, motherfucker. We don't care what your quote is. Yeah. And if you're not doing it, we got 10 other dope motherfuckers yeah. behind you. Cause you never would have imagined seeing De Niro on HBO. Seeing John Turturro on HBO, seeing fucking Alec Baldwin, Reese do Witherspoon, all of them. No, yeah, yeah. All I mean, all Jim Carrey's doing a Showtime series. This all fall. of them. Yeah, because the opportunities in film, are, unless you're, 
unless you're um doing those those like um superhero movies to make the real money you can't do it it's wild oh it's crazy it's crazy like i'll put it this way the last documentary i saw in theaters was yours was a tribe a tribe called quest doc are you really dead serious um because everything was on netflix after that at a cheap rate yeah so they were netflix was picking up these docs starting in like 2011 2012 for 20 a piece 20 a piece and it was like hey do you want the fucking? Do you want the shine or not? Right. And everybody's going Netflix. I that saw, was one of the tribe doc was one of the last ones. One of the last ones that I everybody went that to, the made to the theater. I saw an arc light on sunset. That's crazy that it made it to the arc light. To the like looking back on it now, it, it, I don't care if you made the best doc now. I mean, if you made the best now, it, it could you know sneak into a theater. We were all across the country, everywhere. This and like, done. dude, I went opening night and it was packed because I'm, I'm a diehard Tribe fan. I went opening night and it was fucking packed and I was like, yo. And the movie delivered too. Right. So like, and you had the music. Right. All of it. And so it was, you could see everybody's heads bobbing right. in the theater. And it was fucking dope as shit. Right. You won't have that today. Nope. Like, nope. I've, got, no I've gotten hit up by a lot of, you know, dudes in hip hop. Docked. I'm like, there's no fucking way. There's no money. <laughs> I, I mean, there was no money in that. But like, at least we knew like, we're going to be in the theaters. Or we didn't know that, but at least that was a goal. Sure. You can make the best shit now, and you might, like, oh, they'll play at the Arclight for a week, just sort of, like, as a formality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, we're going to four-wall it for a week, and then, eh, good luck. It's going to be, you'll see it on Netflix, you know, on, it, on Tuesday. It, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy that uh, that it's like that. But there's, like, Denzel, you know, Leonardo, Brad Pitt, to, to, to a sense, still, but he, he does his weird movies. He doesn't need any fucking money. Brad Pitt's doing Netflix. Right. I, I just watched his last movie on Netflix. That wasn't a good movie. No, it's terrible. The, um, what was it called? The, the, the um, there was a he was a playing the uh, the the soldier, the captain, right? Um, uh, the general. I'm sorry, he was right. playing a general. Is, is who he was playing? But but it made more money because it was on Netflix. I don't even know they're, how they're able to go to. Uh, here's here's how they're making fucking money off that shit. It's <laughs> it's going to 120 territories at the same time. Right. So therefore. They own all the foreign rights as well. So when they're going there, they're going there around the world, and they own it for a long time. Right. And Brad Pitt, look, overseas, he's, he's still Jesus. Yeah. Like, he's still Jesus over there. But it's just here with, with the movies. Like, ah, fuck, I'll wait for it on Netflix. I'll wait for Same. it on iTunes. And, like, I feel guilty about it as an actor. I mean, too. Like, Yo. I, I do, too. But I, I've gotten... I've got I've gotten I've had some fucked up experiences not bit not bad not like terrible but some fucked up experiences in the movie theater too that took me I was like fuck it I'm just not everybody's on their phone they're on their phone motherfuckers you know even at these theater these theaters like the ArcLight um where you you buy assigned seating and you're supposed to not be able to let in uh, uh once the theater the movie starts right, right. I'm like yo Get like for me if I go to the movies, especially this one, I'm in the fucking seat ten minutes before. I'm getting my shit relaxed. I'm getting my fucking pop. Like it's an event. Yeah. And you motherfuckers are walking in during the the, the fucking show. They're on their phone, and I'm like, fuck this shit. I'd rather watch it in the privacy of my own home. I, I've gotten that it's way too. Up. Where it's like, dude, because in L.A. in particular, they'll bring in kids. They got a bag full of Taco Bell. Yeah. They're rummaging through their shit. It's it was like, hey man, up. I bought my popcorn and goobers like a grown man. Yeah. And I fucking made my my, my little bed. space. Yeah. I made my fucking bed. Yeah. And I'm here. I'm here. I want to. I want to have my experience. I want to have my nine ninety five worth it. But 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 more importantly that it's like, what what did I miss this year? Yeah, I mean what? honestly, what I don't I don't fuck with superhero movies. Like I don't either. I can't I can't get into that. And I so can't get the, into sci-fi. So like, here I can't we get are in October. What, what did I miss? Nothing. Like maybe Blade Runner. Did you see Blade Runner? I heard it was beautiful. I heard it was cool. It was I didn't see that, and that's just because I'm busy. But that's about it. That's about it. That's fucked up. I know. 
That and, is and, and it's only going to get worse. And the numbers are going down, so it's like, you know, stocks are going down for all the theaters, so. It's fucked up. It's fucked. I mean, you know, I'm sure now, like, it's it's Oscar season, some good shit will come, but I don't, I'm like, I'm not, I didn't miss anything. I'll go see the good shit. Yeah. You know, I'll go see a few, like, it's fucked up to admit this as an actor and as a supporter of, like, you got to support your own. I haven't been to the fucking movies. I, I, I don't think I've been to the fucking movies since last fucking December. Or maybe November. What like, was it? Do you remember? I have to rack my brain around it. <laughs> Blade Runner was mine. Uh, the one before that, I want to say, was NWA. That was the last movie I saw. And it was fucking great. That was a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, fucked I, up. I know. That's I know. shameful. Yeah. And and before that, I hadn't gone for a lap. And this is the big story that fucked me up. So when Django Unchained came out, I was yeah. like, it came out on Christmas. I was like, I'm going to see my kids in the morning. Go with my wife to see Django Unchained. Like I bought my tickets two weeks before they came. You know, it was like I'm gonna buy my tickets online. Django Unchained. You know, I had my whole day laid out. I was gonna see my kids in the morning, give them their fucking presents, tear through your shit. I asked them, "Do you want to come see Django?" They don't want to come see Django. Asked other people, "You want to come <laughs> see Django?" Because when the tickets came out, I'm going to get my tickets. Yeah. So whatever it was, it was two weeks before I bought my tickets to see Django Unchained. Did my Christmas shit in the morning. Had my breakfast. I was like, I'm going to see fucking Django Unchained. So it was like a one o'clock showing at the Arclight. It was my, my wife and her mom. They, those are the ones who wanted to go. Where do you want to sit? Because I'm, this is my shit. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm seeing it sight unseen. I'm, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to see Django. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get in the theater. It's packed. Christmas packed. I'm on the aisle. You know, like I'm in the M row right in the middle on the side. We're there 20 minutes early. We're chilling. We got extra candy. Got fucking, you know, two things of, you know, chocolate. And so you don't have to get up because you know the movie's three hours. The whole thing. Going in. So it's you're like, yeah, like, I'm doubling up. I'm doubling up. So I'm sitting down. My wife's here. My mother-in-law's over here. The, the movie just starts. Remember, the Django music comes on. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, yeah. literally, did, 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 did the Django yeah, shit. Yeah. A woman comes kneeling right here. And I'm like, I'm not even looking at her. And she's like, excuse me, sir. I think you're in my seat. And I'm, I'm not even looking at her. Like, I'm like, I want to be like, I, I didn't say, but I want, like, my energy was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've done this. The movie's starting. Starting. It's on. Yeah. Like, if I am in your seat, we should have had this conversation 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Fucking Jamie Foxx is on the screen now. So she says, sir, you're in my seat. So my wife, you know, because I think. Because I'm literally like not even fucking giving her eye contact. And she knows you. Your wife knows you. Yeah, she, she knows you're about to erupt. Probably, feels right? my energy. So she pulls out her her ticket, and you know the the light from you know the seats. I see on her when she does it. Like I, I didn't even look, but I just caught it. The ticket said December 26th. I look down at the ticket, and, and like she goes, "Babe, we, we we don't have the wrong tickets." I was, I don't give a fuck. I'm not getting it. <laughs> she goes, "You're we're sitting in her seats," and ladies like, "You're sitting in my seats," and I was like. I, we, and like her, my wife and her mom. Did you have to leave? Was it sold out? She got up. It was fucking packed. It was Django on oh, Christmas. Oh, God. They, they got up first, and I was like, motherfucker. So, I, you know, I got up, took all my shit, fucking threw all my fucking, you know, sh this was bad. I fucking dropped all my fucking candy there. It was like, I and got the fuck up. <laughs> but I was like, how the fuck did this, how the fuck did I buy the wrong, like, I'm talking shit, Django, day later, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck you, you didn't get your tickets, and somehow, some way, but that, like, was one, of, that was one, that was, like, the tipping point, where I was like, fuck the arc, like, fuck the movie theaters, I'm You're done. done with the whole shit. Uh, hey, the last thing before I let you get out of here, I know you've been slammed this week with a million fucking interviews, and you're tired of talking to people. Uh, I, I'm curious, 
to hear your state on rap music these days. I, I caught you the other morning on Breakfast Club. Yep. And they were talking about the Jay-Z album. I, we have the same exact opinion on that, by the way. I did not think that was a good album. Me neither. And I want to hear fucking bangers. Bangers. Every single time out of people. If you want to make a fucking art album, let that be your mixtape. And right. tell, tell people, hey, right. this is my mixtape. This is my fucking uh, my right. art piece. Right. If you want this, go get this. And so your rant, because they they looked at you stunned of like that. I forget who it was. Was it Charlemagne? Who was Charlemagne, just like they were? He was like, were, oh, it's a top three Jay Z album. They, Not in a million goddamn years. You know, one one thing about that interview and, and saying that because I said it on my podcast, but I knew. You know, when you're saying it on New York radio, it's like it's gonna go out there more. And they were like, yo, you, I said what I said, and this is what I said. Like, the Jay Z's my favorite rapper. It's Jay Z or Nas. Like, yeah. they're, they're neck and neck. But Jay Z, collectively, if you look at just the body of work, the amount of dope songs, he surpasses Nas. Like, they're both lyrically, they're always great. But the amount of songs, like, I have to go, Jay Z has made the, the biggest body of work. And oh yeah, have you been to a show? No, he can't. He doesn't even need to do. A, he doesn't need to pick the mic up. When you go to a when you go to a Jay Z show, like cause I've I've seen him like five or six times Me in too. concert. At the end, he just has the DJ. He goes, "Yo, man, I got so many fucking hits. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go one in a row, right? And do He's like half ripping, the song. Yeah, yeah, half a song, ripping him off for the last twenty. Yeah. And it's like fuck. But then this album. So this so this album, like I was like, fuck yeah, Jay Z's coming out. You know, and I saw uh, you know who produced. I was like, this is gonna be fucking dope. And 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 again, like I, like I said, Jay, his lyrics were potent, but every beat was it was like a Flowetry record or an Erica Badu record yes. or a Jill Scott record, which yep. is dope if you're listening to those three women. But like for Jay Z, like I need some like Jay Z music. Like put it this way, you're not gonna play any of that four 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 record. During a basketball game, or in a club, or in your fucking car, or when you work you're out. Not, yeah, no, no, not nothing. Nothing. Like, so, on so that what album. he was saying, like it was, you know, like it was smart, and the lyrics were potent. But I, I don't care who it's from. If it's Nas or Jay Z, fucking Biggie's Lost Tapes, Tupac, whoever you're into, Tribe, whatever. I need to like bop. Yeah. So I listened to it once, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I listened to it again, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And, and I thought maybe it was me. So I went. I went to online. I was like, "Shit, am I the only one who fucking?" But we're, online, were you the only one? Because like when it came out, I was like. I was like, maybe I've lost it. Yeah. Like maybe. Yeah. And yeah. everybody online was like hailing it and they were hailing lyrics. And I was like, that lyric is a great lyric, but I don't want to listen. I listened to it one more time and I was like, I'm done. Same. The shit had no bangers. And check this out. You've seen him perform years, uh, I mean, five or six times. Yeah. When he goes on this new tour, he'll do one, maybe two songs off that record and none of nothing else. Uh, yeah. The, uh, the OJ song, I'm not black, I'm OJ. He might do. Maybe that's not a song to perform it's live. It's not. That's a form, song not. to perform live in like a th like an intimate setting. Exactly. To to fill up Madison Square Garden or Staples or Giant Stadium, you need to put on your shit. Yeah, you're not playing any of that fucking album. No. So it's sacrilegious because I fuck with him so much and I have yeah. such respect for him. But and again, it wasn't his his lyrics. I was just like these are not Jay Z songs. And for me as a hip hop fan, what you asked me about like the state of hip hop, guys like Jay Z, even like Crazy Kanye. Eminem and anybody who's relevant that that's made that classic boom back sound Nas like it's their responsibility to because soul and funk you don't have to explain it yeah like if the world came to an end and 200 years from now they got a hold of James Brown when 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 the fucking new age cavemen hear it they're gonna be banging their head the shit's there's no explanation yeah it doesn't need any ex you know it doesn't need any explanation or well it's just kind of this kind of album or it's just kind of this kind of album or it's a teaching you put on James Brown, the shit is banging. Yeah, That's to this it. day. 
I, I, any day. 200 years from now. Yeah. James Brown, like so certain like certain Jay-Z songs, you put them on 200 years from now, they're bangers. Yeah. So and we don't have that. We've got. Uh, I I see you writing all the time about like mumble rappers. Can't stand it. And, and I can't name. By the way, they get so confusing because they all sound the fucking same. They all do. Where it's like, where was that when I was fucking in the basement? It was like, and they're on drugs. I mean, not all of them. I don't want to say all of them. And like you know, but a lot of them they are openly. You see them on fucking line. They're like fucking whacked out of the tree. And here's another thing. They, uh, you know, you see, I see all this shit on Instagram, but you see like the kids going crazy in there. And I'm like, these are kids. I'm 47. My fucking time's over. But I'm like, these kids are waving their hands. And I'm like, they don't even know what they're fucking saying or hearing. They don't know. What, yeah. They're just, they're just happy to be their kids. They, they don't, don't know what they're saying and they don't know what they're hearing. They so have it's no like, clue. Yeah, yeah, so they're just yeah. bopping their heads and they're just happy to see the person online. So it's just a different time. And, you know, God bless them. But like, for me, it's like, if, if something is dope artistically, it doesn't need an explanation. Yeah. And it's timeless. So we'll see if these kids still like, like this shit in 40 years. Because I know for me, the Jay-Z music, the Nas music, the Tribe music, the who, the whole legions of, of, of all the other shit, the other hip-hop, I know when I play it now, that shit still sounds funky. So we'll see if this, you know, little whatever his no, name is. Lil Yachty's not going to hold up in 40 years. We'll see years. in 20 years if yeah. that shit still is like, you know, banging. Because right. no one's going to be like, yo, little Yachty, uh, you, you need to do bangers. Because he never did a banger. No. Not, not There's not once. one banger. No, not one banger out of all these guys. And, and Kanye, you know, we could say how fucking nuts he is and all that stuff, but like that motherfucker, like the, the, the first image of the NWA movie, and I thought it was brilliant. You see the young actor who plays Dr. Dre laying amongst all his records. Because yeah. before he was thinking about rap, he was in love with records, in love with music. And that's, I think, the thing that's missing now. It's like motherfuckers are in love with, I want to be a rapper. Yeah. But the production of like, you know, uh, a Q-tip or, or or a Kanye, the, 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 like his best shit, or a No Idea, or any of these, the legions of other motherfuckers. Before there was even rap music, they were in love with Stevie Wonder or James Brown or Steely Dan or the Ro like. They loved music. Yeah. Like, you you talk to like Premier or one of these guys, they could just they could talk to about any kind of music because they they love that shit. Yeah. And that image of of Dr. Dre and that and the Straight Outta Compton movie. Like, that was like a pointed thing. It's like, you see him laying amongst his records. Like, he wasn't a basketball player. He wasn't a... He loved his fucking records. And that's the thing, I think, collectively, while, why hip-hop now will never be the same. No, it, it won't. Because there, there's no that, that <laughs> the love of music is gone. Now it's replaced by the love of fame. Right. Like, hey, I want more fucking followers I want to be Instagram. a rapper. I want to be on fucking SoundCloud. Like, like, how can you say you never heard of... How could you proudly say? I don't care if you're a rapper, not a rapper... A fucking, I don't care if you have anything to do with the music business, but if you're a rapper, how could you proudly say, I never heard a Biggie Small, a, uh, a, Biggie, a Biggie song? Yeah, it's, it's That's crazy. That's like saying Lonzo Ball saying, I don't, who's Magic Johnson? Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. or if Russell Westbrook was like Oscar Robertson, I, I don't know who he is. You'd be like, but in, for some reason in hip hop specifically, that's accepted. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, you should be shamed. Yeah. Like, in, in any, it'd be like if a fucking, it's like if Aaron Judge was like, you know, I, I heard of Derek Jeter, but. I'm not sure. Like I'm not he, familiar with his not familiar stickman with, career. Or yeah. you, like you'd be like, or like he's Aaron Judge, the home run hitter. Like if you like, you know, I don't know who Reggie Jackson is. You know, Aaron Judge never saw fucking Reggie Jackson, way, but he did his research and he knows enough to fucking respect the fact that it's Reggie Jackson and he's in the scene. You know, you would never say that, and only in hip hop, no other genre would a guy be able to say, 
Uh, I, I don't know any Biggie Small songs. Or I didn't listen to any Wu-Tang. Why not? Yeah. You, you, you're, you're bragging about that shit? If you're great at, uh, at your craft, no matter what the if fuck like it is. Music, if, you're, yes. if you're alive, you love fucking you've yes. heard Wu-Tang. And you study the history of it and you Forget become fucking study, great at it. Just yeah. as you fucking breathing. Like, you're gonna, like you never heard Wu-Tang? Like, yeah. Where have you been? <laughs> exactly. Not one Wu-Tang song and you're, you have the, the fucking balls big enough to say that? If I'm interviewing somebody on the radio and they say that... Cut the radio. Done. 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 Walk out of the fucking studio. Bye. G- game over. Dude, yeah. that's not acceptable. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to I don't want to talk to you. Well shit, man. Hey, Michael Rappaport, I appreciate it. He Thanks had us at me. his motherfucking house. Um, I like unbelievable. Six I, I o'clock sur- on a Friday night. You've been everywhere. Have this we been week. we didn't start talking since six? How long have, how long have we done this? Yeah. Damn. One one fifteen in. It go it goes quick. My my jaw is I'm done. Fine. You're done. You're done. I got locked on. He's done. Uh, look, go pick up Michael Rappaport's book. This book has balls. Uh, uh-huh. It's in bookstores everywhere. It's it's on Amazon. Uh, the Audible. Hey, oh. Fucking go get the goddamn it's Audible. It's easy to find. Yeah, it, the, the, the audio book is good. Did you do your book on tape? I did. Did you do yours? That, that was a fucking backbreaker too. Boy, I, eight hours a day for, I think mine was eight or nine days. Was yours? That 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 took a lot out of me. Oh, that that was a surprise. All day long. All and, and day it's long. It's funny that the the book is called Sports Rants from the MVP of Talking Trash because I was like I shouldn't have made a book called that because because you're exhausted. My my like I feel now like I've been sucking so like I have lockjaw. Yeah, like my mouth is like fucked up. So we're done. <laughs> go, go get his book, uh, Michael Rappaport. Funniest book of 2017. That's coming from me. You know, you know this. You know that the fucking shit is real. If I'm saying it's the funniest book of 2017, thank you for being on the show. We appreciate it. Good night, everyone. Thanks for having me.